0: Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains, firstly, my perfect Trailer Queue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, Brahms, booms, transitions, and downers, perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to session number 43 of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. I'm listening... met Dave Grohl outside the Louvre in Paris. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another session of the Trailer Music Podcast. Uh, I'm so happy to have you listening, of course. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. And before I dive in this week's episode, I would just like to uh, not plead, because uh, that sounds a bit desperate, doesn't it? Uh, but maybe just ask kindly, in a, in a gentlemanly fashion, if you guys could spare a moment to head on over to whichever podcasting platform it is, uh, preferably iTunes, um, and just leave me a, a little a little review just to let people know what they can expect from this podcast. It's really helpful, uh, for meaning other people can find this resource. And and of course, it's good for my ego, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) Let's not beat about the bush. I'm also asking for my ego. Uh, But also so other people can find it. And the way the rankings work, it means that I get a little boost. So thanks, chaps. Uh, I really do appreciate that. Now, on to slightly more important things. Now last week's episode I dealt with what tools you need for this pod for this podcast what tools you need to be a trainer music composer what essential tools you need what essential tools I need to write my music and other composers need so you can go check out that one that was last week's episode if you're still like oh tools what do I use what do I need there we go I dive into that but today I'm covering this is a very special one for me because this is the one that you can't buy in the shops well, I suppose you could actually, if you bought one of you know, sign up to trailer music school or or protege with me and Vic, um, which we do kind of cover this extensively, uh, but anyway, I kind of want to dive into it because actually, I feel it's so so important for you guys to understand this because it's all you need to know to write decent trailer music, in fact, not just trailer music, decent cinematic music and if you can s- master these three things then pretty much every genre you cover you're going to smash it out of the park so there are three things uh, so i'm actually going to do them kind of in uh in order as if i was listening to the queue um the first thing you must master and must understand to write the best training music possible is atmosphere is atmosphere he says listening to the cars go past you've got to think about what you're doing as a composer you are creating another atmosphere for the company creating the trailer your music has to do as you heard rick thomas talk about in the interview with him a few months back you have to tell the, the viewers the things that the pictures can't So you could see, like, it could open to a woman's back overlooking some hills, right? Now, that could be anything (laughs) until the music comes in and the music tells everyone what it's going to be. You know, if it opens up with a Celeste and a children's choir, you know this is going to go sort of magical fantasy. If it opens with, like, a a high harmonic on the violins with sort of a tinkly, twinkly piano melody... You know it's going to be something sort of epic, family, possibly even adventure. That's a bit more uh, down the middle. That one. If it opens with, you know, some terrifying drone, we're going to go horror. You create the atmosphere that the pictures cannot, and you do that the instant your your listener presses play. That is huge. And the thing is, it's not just about using the samples, though. It's not just about going, violin, harmonic, go. Although that is quite a nice way to start it. It's about thinking about the spaces you're creating. Because the spaces you're creating are creating the atmosphere of your music. And I'm not just talking about necessarily like the mood atmosphere. I'm talking about the physical atmosphere. If you put that violin harmonic in a tiny spring reverb... It's gonna create a very, very different atmosphere to if you put it into a big convolution reverb of a a church. So you need to think about the way your sounds are sitting in the mix. And I mean, when I say in the mix, I mean in the the aural landscape. Because you're creating an atmosphere, guys. It's so important. And you can create an atmosphere with bad sounding samples, but you can do it very, very effectively. I almost feel like I was telling you off then. Sorry. because so many people miss this trick first of all I press play within the first second I should know instantly what type of atmosphere I'm going in for and you know some of you might argue that actually sometimes when a trailer opens it's just like a it's just a fifth a first and a fifth playing I mean there's no tonal reference going on there I don't know when it went went semi-posh and you're right there is no tonal reference with a perfect fifth interval but there is an atmosphere with the instrumentation, with the reverb, with the effects, everything else you do. And you might want to leave it kind of semi-plane, and that's why I think so many trailers start with string harmonics and a piano, because they are, they don't have any temporal reference, they don't have any geographical reference, and that's the beauty of piano and strings. And to an extent, brass and woods and most orchestral stuff. (laughs) Anyway. But you create the atmosphere. I should be able to press play and hear this kind of like uh, very, very simple piano arpeggio and know exactly what's going to happen, or at least know the realm I'm in. It doesn't have to be the specific realm, but it has to be, you know, okay, I'm definitely in, um, oh, brain, some world I can't remember the name of. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. No, it's not come to me. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that the the the, uh, why, the 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 place where they've set the Lord of the Rings. Guys, I'm kicking myself so hard. Not literally, metaphorically, I'm kicking myself so hard because I love that book, those books. Oh my gosh! This is. If only you guys were here, it'd be even more embarrassing. Uh, that place, uh, mi- Middle Earth. There we go. <laughs> Whoo. There we go. So you guys know instantly, oh, I'm in Middle Earth. I don't necessarily know if I'm in Hobbiton or not, but I'm definitely in Middle Earth. It took me a while to get to this metaphor, but you got, we got there in the end. And that's just creating your atmosphere. So next time you start your cue, think to yourself, am I creating atmosphere in my Act 1? Am I creating atmosphere here? Now this second one is possibly the most important one. Maybe I should leave it till last. No, I'm not going to. Uh, it, I would say it's possibly the most important one. It relates to structure specifically, and it's your ability to build. To build in intensity. Not build in brickwork, but build in intensity, and pace, and drama, and emotion, and keep the tracks growing so many times I've heard a student's track or even a professional track and they haven't got the build everything else is right but the build isn't there so it doesn't feel like it's growing you feel like oh I'm just sat on a loop for a while the most successful ones you feel like it's building and growing you know uh, and that's the magic to it building a track is actually one of the simplest but so often misunderstood Things when it comes to writing effective cinematic music, it's essentially uh, imagine you've got a line of your orchestra. Your orchestra are all standing in a line, and you're at the front of the line. And if you think of it like this, each player is playing a slightly different part, or even just a little, you know, just a, a little ditty, kind of like Terry Riley's in C. They've got this little cube, the loop that they're playing and you just start the line and you say violin one go and then you step to the next player go 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 and you gradually build the track like that layer by layer single element by single element and you'll notice that you could write an eight bar loop just an eight bar loop boom there we go and you can build a very very effective cue just from that eight-bar loop, because you introduce the elements one by one. you It's like you're building Lego blocks, and hence the build, guys. Um, oh, this is amazing. There's a massive red toadstool here. I think it's called a... Uh, you can correct me. fly Garrick, fly Garrick, That one. The classic red one. Awesome. Should take a photo, but obviously I'm talking on my phone, so... Uh, anyway... Uh, Build. So you've got your queue. Does this feel like it's building? Am I putting am I introducing two elements at the same time? If so, stop it. Introduce one element at a time. Because that gives you the time to make this single idea you have last for two minutes twenty into a great, great queue. And I'm not saying that all of your trailer cues should be an eight bar loop, but that is the principle behind building a queue. Building a successful and effective trailer queue and this works especially well for advertising too so as you don't know you know i started my career in advertising music i've just sidestepped into trailer music trailer was it motion picture advertising music that's the word i got there in the end and the principles are still the same if you can master the build you've set the atmosphere now you're mastering the build into the final bit i'm going to explain in a second then your tracks are going to just be like, great, I love this. And the reason you do this, the reason you put the build in and you do this is so that you can help the editors help them have an easier life by going, they just plop it down there and immediately it creates the growth, the tension, the the build, the emotion that they need from their visuals, the tempo, everything. It's so simple, but blimey is it so often um, misused so there we go, build now the third one, this one's a bit of a general one really I suppose actually atmosphere and build is general too Um, I say general because it's not quite so specific there's no like wonderful analogy I can do here really except I, no actually I suppose it's good but the third one is you've mastered your atmosphere, you've mastered the build now you need to master impact and that can be a literal translation from, of impact, as in like the impact of a six-foot hammer smashing into a tam-tam, you know, that type of opening on the Indiana Jones film. Uh, or it could be the impact as in a dynamic impact, like the shock of a new sound, the shock of something different. It's, almost, it's impactful, it almost implies there is an element of surprise. So you got to fi- this one you've got to figure out, your final thirds often need to have impact, not necessarily size, but impact, and how you go about that, it could be big drums, it could be an interesting sample, it could be a fat synth, often we do stop downs to increase the impact of the final third, that's why we do them, because it's like, and the impact is so much louder because it's been instantly uh, compared to something quieter. That's a tool to create impact. Another requ- way to create impact is having all of those layers that you've been building one by one happen in unison at the same time. All of a sudden, rather than it just being the strings playing that chord, it's the strings, brass, woods, choir. Boo! Boo! It creates impact. Or in like a horror cue, the impact might be created by you sticking to a tempo of 120, and then you do a stop for two beats into a tempo of 150. The tempo increase, even though there's not necessarily any new material, gives you the impact. It's really cool. Uh, Because the moment I realized it wasn't necessarily always about something being huge, and it was more about having impact, was the moment I, I was set free. (laughs) <laughs> mentally so yeah atmosphere build and impact how can you do that? how can you do that on a solo piano track? how can you do that in uh, a pizzicato string track? how can you do that with uh, sort of upble- upbeat pop? how can you do that? how can you create atmosphere build and impact? now it's up to you to translate this uh, message into music and into actual tracks that people can listen to and enjoy. But those are the three things. The, the best tracks I hear, from me as well, are the ones that have an atmosphere. And they have a good build and they have impact. Right, guys as per usual i want to say thank you so much for listening thank you for joining me um on the chat that sounds like i'm on like msn or something isn't it on joining me in this chat with uh, richard schreiber um and as per usual head on over to the trailer music school if you want to know more about creating trailer music head on over to protege school protege.school if you want to uh really take your music career up to the next level yeah you guys are absolute legends and like i said just just do a chap a favor and leave a review thank you see next week guys Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my Trailer Music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle, and I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash Trailer Music Bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.